When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, good morning. Welcome back, y'all. Thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk. 1071, everything entertainment. Mad love, mad love. Sorry, I test drove it. That didn't feel good for me. Yeah, maybe try another one at home. <laughs> Off the air. Uh, did you watch any movies this weekend? Oh, what a great question. I know, provocative. How dare you? <laughs> Wait, no, Donna. Just um, a... No. Uh, Black Widow was out this weekend. But you've, well, I guess this makes yeah. sense. You've long pushed back against there being female leads in action movies. Okay. And you always say it's, quote, That's... because of your hidden past, whatever that means. <laughs> I've never said any of those things, just for the record, Your Honor. Black Widow set the pandemic box office record. I don't know how long we're going to continue to define it as a pandemic box office record, but let me break down the numbers, why it's really good news for Disney+. Plus. All told, Black Widow made $140 million globally in its opening weekend. Say that amount again. All told, Black Widow made $140 million. Okay. 80 of that being here um, in theaters, $60 million it made on Disney Plus with their premiere access. That's a lot. So here's how Disney Plus does it in case you forget. When they put a movie on premiere access, it is $30 for you to buy it and have it. I guess if you're watching it with a bunch of people, you're going to pay more than that. Well, you know, if I would go with my kids... Even if we went, let's say we went on $5 night at the Marcus Cinema in Shakopee. Tuesday nights, five bucks. Thank you. That's what, if we're six times five. That's 30 bucks. And that doesn't count all the treats. Concessions, parking, driving. I don't know if you noticed, but gas ain't exactly free. Hey. It's not. So, uh, yeah, I think yeah, it's, I I think think it's a good reasonable. deal. Here's the tricky thing with how Disney is doing this. And I'm sure there are some parents out there who have experienced this before. And I guess you just take what you can get. Luca was a Pixar movie. Watched it. Okay, so oh. we watched Luca too. The interesting thing about Pixar, Rocco, is when their movies come out, they go direct to Disney Plus free. Yeah, that was interesting, right? You didn't have to pay extra like those other ones. But on other ones, you do have to pay extra. Um, so, like uh, Mulan. The reimagined Mulan. You paid 30 bucks for it. But Luca, you got it for free. Onward hmm. was also free, as I recall, on Disney+. Plus. Watched it. It was a Pixar movie. I'm trying to think how many Pixar movies I've seen. I think I've only seen maybe three. 
Maybe. All right, well, let's try this. Toy Story, any of them? Uh, yes, okay. I have seen all of them. Okay, Actually, but let's let's skip that because that's very recent. Okay. Because I felt peer pressure. I know you've seen Monsters, Inc. Yep, love it. How about Cars? No. How about... I've seen Wally. Oh, I love Wally. And I've seen Up. Okay, you're doing pretty good. And that's it. What about? I've never seen Nemo. I've never oh, seen okay. the the who's the fish lady. Uh, not Nemo. Oh, Little Mermaid. Okay, Never that's that. that's Disney. <laughs> okay. So now we're getting into the world of Disney. What about Inside Out? Yeah, I did not care for that. Uh, how about Soul? No, but I heard it was good. How about Coco? Nope. Coco was really good. I really liked Coco. Yep. Cars? Did we say Cars? Yep. Uh, Lightning McQueen, The Incredibles? Nope. Ratatouille? Yes. Really good. I liked Ratatouille. I didn't. It's a new ride, Ratatouille's Revenge, I think is what it's called. It's coming to Epcot Sweet. later this year. Um, Brave, which I mentioned there. Um, a Bugs, What's your favorite? A Bug's Life? Uh, probably. I, my favorite is Monsters, Inc. Um, it is the coziest for me, but a close second would probably be Wally. Really like Wally. Now, Monsters, Inc. holds a nostalgic place in my heart because it was, I think... Maybe the first Pixar movie that, like, when we had two kids that we all watched together, Aww. and it felt cozy. And Aww. so I, in fact, I'm going to print out a scene. I am, a, I am going to take a picture of a very specific scene from Monsters, Inc., and I'm going to print it out on canvas because it transports me. Every time I see the scene, it transports me to... New Mexico, early in our parenting experience with the kids. And so it you're feels talking cozy. about the dialogue or the... No, it's an it's a specific scene in Monsters Inc. And now I have to tell you what it is. It's early in the movie, within the first fifteen minutes. Mike Sullivan, Solly, has gone in and uh, scared a bunch of people, set a record. Then he meets up with Mister Waternoose, the big boss at uh, Monsters Inc. And they go and get coffee. And Mister Waternoose, who has like you know ten eyes or something like that, he pours coffee in, pulls the lever down, and it's absolute sludge. Not too different, different from, from what's what? down the hall for yep. us. And it just like, it like goes in, plops into the cup. And there's something about that coffee station in that movie within Monsters, Inc., the building that just feels, I cannot, I don't, do you ever have this where a scene for no apparent reason is peak cozy to you? And I want to take a picture of it and then blow it up. And it just reminds me of like, the kids and just being in the Pixar That's phase really of life. Sweet. But it's such an obscure scene. It's not with Boo. It's not Mike Wazowski and Sullivan. It's Sullivan with his boss pouring sludge coffee into his cup. Do you have a coffee station in your house? <laughs> and where you could, curio. You know, like somewhere where you could put something like that. Rude. I don't think <laughs> that came up. The word curio came up while Steve was out of the room uh, last hour. Oh, no. I uh, I don't think so. Okay. Because that would be like a cute thing to have near a coffee station or if you had an office. You know? Yeah. I'm just trying to help you decorate, man. <laughs> please. Um, please never do okay. that ever. Fine. All right. <laughs> anyway. Cool. It was exciting. Wally, though. I mean, it's tough to beat Wally. Wally, the first... 30 minutes, there's not a word. Okay, so 
I can't get my boy to watch Wally or so, uh, Soul. Wait, has he tapped out while watching Wally? No, or like, just... I'm just like, hey, let's watch Wally, and he's like, no, I don't think so, and he just never wants to. Oh, he also doesn't he would like, like it. to watch, you know, I know, sad movies. I know that's kind of. I mean, I know that movie sort of ends well, but you know, it's kind of sad. He's lonely. You know what though? It's a, it's but he meets wonderful a lady robot, right? storytelling. Yes, I Eve. don't. Oh, it's like post-apocalyptic, kind of, right? Kind of. The Earth had filled up with too much garbage, so Wally was one of the robots that now had to gather all the garbage, get it in cubes, stack it, and every Earth inhabitant had been shipped off to a distant Okay, spaceship. this sounds real depressing. No, 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 no. <laughs> my kid's onto something here. No, no, it's great. It is such wonderful storytelling. It's 11 11 to make a wish! Oh, God! I wish my kid... Oh, I shouldn't say uh, it. No, don't oh, wish it out loud. Give it away! <laughs> okay, I am going to put Wally on the list. It's I thought you've watched Wally. I want to see it again. It's so good. Well, I was oh, listening to soundtrack. Colleen and Bradley too. Oh, um it was actually Colleen and Holly. Bradley was out, but Holly was saying that her husband Chip has never seen a Pixar movie. Oh. And so they were trying to come up with ones that they should see and it got me to thinking, I don't think I've seen many. Wally is just great. All Louis right. Armstrong's La Vie en Rose mm-hmm. is featured in that. Beautiful. It's really wonderful. All right, I'll do it. When we come back, gang, we're going to compare scabs. It's physical. Ew, Steve. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I do a show right now for this. I'm thinking of a different show. Never mind. Uh, when we come back here, you know when someone else has just a small victory in their life? Yeah. Just like a little thing. Pick the exact perfect piece of Tupperware to put the leftovers in. Yeah. And it's really exciting. There's a study asking if people enjoy hearing about their friends or coworkers' little victories. I think the results were rather shocking considering the current state of humanity. We'll get into that when we come back. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, we got to say a quick thanks to Chill Boys for sponsoring this podcast. And for keeping my groin comfortable. I love Chill Boys. I love their boxer briefs. They are the most comfortable pair of boxer briefs that I've ever slid on uh. to my body. No, I slide them on. Uh. You know why I slide them on? Because as they come up over my extremely well-developed thighs, I feel the cooling sensation. You feel it immediately. <laughs> Donna, you do. You have felt it too. Yeah, they're kind of they're made for guys, but you've tried them on. You know what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, women like them too. I like to wear them around the house. They are absolutely the most comfortable pair of underwear that I have ever worn. That's because they source the best high-performance and eco-friendly fabrics that the guys behind Chill Boys could find. Yeah, you know what that fabric is? It's bamboo. You're putting bamboo on your legs. You think it's going to be noisy and clank around like panda food, but it's not. It's very comfortable. I'm telling you, it's the most comfortable undies you'll ever wear. Bamboo material has natural antibacterial properties, so it'll keep you free from odor. It'll keep you cool down there. That's all I'm going to say about that. Get 15% off your first purchase at chillboys.com. Use the promo code MYTALK. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Hey, before we get to a study, you know what we should do? We should check out what kind of listener rewards we've got going on right now. Are they good this month? They're good every month, Steve. <laughs> yeah, girl, you could enter away gift cards to Punch Pizza. Yum! Or Quick Trip to fill yes! your tank. Plus, tickets to Cat Video Festival as well. Get registered for rewards. If you're not already, you can listen on the stream or on the app and enter yes. to win. See everything we've got up for grabs and listen to rewards on our app or at mytalk1071.com. Would you stop? Okay. One oh. more. 
Studies have shown that medi- studies have shown that the microbial several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings, our study buddies, Buddy. the perfect nerd couple, Donna and Steve. Hey, um, I wanted to try those chicken fingers at Quick Trip. Someone sent us an email and said that they have really good oh, chicken yeah. tenders. And so I forgot to stop when I was on the road. Oh, man. I'm going to do that. I love chicken tenders. Chicken tenders are the best. Oh, my gosh. So good. Okay, you know the little victories in your life? When just a little thing goes well. Yeah. This is a really optimistic study. Can I come up with one? Please. Like when you put on a coat you haven't worn in a, a year and you find a $5 bill. Great. I know a guy who puts so a 20 good. in his winter coat pocket. Brilliant. Sets himself up for happiness. That's a brilliant idea. Well, there was a new survey that found 79% of people love to hear about other people's small victories. I think that this is really optimistic because oftentimes we enjoy a touch of schadenfreude. Celebrating others' failures. Is that where I find the pronunciation on uh, Google? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Schadenfreude. Yeah. Schadenfreude. Here it is. Schadenfreude. Oh, you missed the D. Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. (laughs) Jaguar. Don't you just have a Jaguar? Aren't you just driving a Jaguar? Oh, hey, Kent. Nice car, man. What what kind is that? Jaguar. Okay, Kent, I'm going to punch you in your mouth now. (laughs) Jaguar. Jaguar. There you go. Jaguar. Thank you. And I'm going to pull on your newly pierced ear. (laughs) It's not a crisis, man. This is who I am. I'm not going to hide it anymore. So Kent's having a midlife crisis. Did you see it? Oh, I love it. All right. So here we go. Uh, 70% of people said that small wins are enough to motivate them for the rest of the day. Here's what we're talking about. You discover a little money, maybe in your coat pocket, maybe on the ground. Ground. Burn it to the ground. Get a great parking spot just as somebody's leaving. Oh, Can't you count on, on two hands, no matter how old you are, on two hands you could probably count the amount of times that you have found the closest parking spot to the store. No, I get really lucky. Queen. I know. It's the best. Oh I'll be thinking that I'm going really far away, and then I see someone just about to pull out, and I'm like, score! How about back to my thing? <laughs> Choosing the perfect Tupperware container for the leftovers. Let's say you got potatoes. And everybody's usually, it's tough to eyeball it. But when you pick it and it is almost flat at the top of just fluffy, flattened potatoes now, (laughs) we always celebrate that. My wife shows me, I show her, it's that. And I suck at it. I am very bad at eyeballing. This is how much brisket I have. Here's the container for it. Huh. She's really good at it. Um, We'll hang. uh, Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Shirts, you know, on hangers. We have a closet. And why am I talking like this is some novel concept? I have no idea. And then what we'll do, Lou will lay the shirts out on the bed. I know what you're thinking. The bed. Not at all. And she'll then... Look at that and just grab hangers and then hang, put the hangers in the shirts while they're on the bed, fold the shirt over, hanger in the shirt, sort of fold it over, hang the other one below it, fold it over. And then you pick up all of the shirts at the same time. Now they're all on hangers and go and put them on. Holy Marie Kondo. I know, right? <laughs> no, it's wrong but, but when we pick the exact amount of hangers... Yes. Let me explain. Okay, so the shirts are on the bed, and then you go into the closet and just get a grip of hangers. And then when it is the exact amount of hangers for shirts. That's crazy. Yeah, it feels good. I love that. Sometimes when I, you know, I'm grabbing silverware or something, you set the table, you grab the right amount. Oh, yeah. Wow. You know, my medications, putting them in the pillbox, just grab the (laughs) right amount. Yes. Yes. Perfection. That doesn't happen to you, Donna? I, you don't get lucky with I don't have any things. medication. Um, None? None? Shocking, I know. It is. <laughs> no, I don't take anything. I don't even take aspirin. I take sleeping pills. What okay. do you mean by that? A prescription from my doctor. Oh, really? Yes. You should have told me that. Why? So I could know it. <laughs> so you can call and wake you up so you don't yeah. miss the show. Uh, yeah, no, I do melatonin. Work. I drop tonin. Yeah, that's good stuff too. You know, I Yeah, we have one milligram container of melatonin and we have a five milligram container. And the other day I got one confused because they're all gummy form because we're just Oh, you I know, love it. Sort of. I love that. But I put a five there's either a one milligram. You gotta go f- for the five. Just take the five. I'm with you. But we have a one milligram. We either have a five milligram that's in the one milligram jar or oh. a one milligram that's in the five milligram jar. Oh no! You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, they're mixed up. Very mixed. <laughs> okay. Big. That's great. Those are small victories. Like, um, say you're really tired and mm. you're reading a book and you're like, "I'll just read one more page," and it's the end of the chapter. Oh, yes. Right? And you're like, oh, now I know where I left off. I don't have to, like, leave it on a page and then remember what paragraph. Yes. It's the small things in life. It is the small things in life. And celebrate them and don't feel foolish about it. How about getting the fitted sheet on the right way the first time? Right? I love it. It feels very, very good. It's good. Oh, my girl. Oh, my girl. Plugging in the USB cord the right way. I know, like, um, on my phone now, you can go up up or down. It doesn't make a difference. But before, when there was a right way to do yes. it, and you just plug, and it's like, yeah. Yeah, it went yeah. right in there. Can I tell you guys something that I saw on my phone this weekend that I've never seen? Mm. I, okay, I was at a friend's pool. Shout out to Barb. I left my phone 
foolishly in the sun. Mm. And then a couple hours later, I went to pick up my phone and it was really hot. And I looked at it and there was a thermometer icon mm. on it that said, do not use phone until it cools oh, down. Yeah. I have never seen yes. that before. That was neat. Yeah. So it's wild how weather impacts phones. Yes. In the freezing cold, you'll yes. be fully charged and then... Yes. It's crazy. Thermometer. Mercury. Thermometer. Temperature. <laughs> centigrade. <laughs> centigrade. What's the difference between centigrade and Celsius? Synonyms, yes? Daniel know. the Painter, you're from Canada. Call and explain this to us. Yeah, I don't get the whole Celsius thing. Metric system. <laughs> When we come back. Am I right? It's a money Monday. You're so relatable, Donna. Celsius. <laughs> Shonda Rhimes. Shonda Rhimes is about to get paid again from Netflix. We learned some financial details about this new big deal. Tell you them next. It's easy to bail on a workout, but it's hard to bail on a friend. That's why I like the idea of a workout buddy. Somebody that can keep you accountable, push you a little bit to lift more, run a little bit faster, or try a new exercise. Right now, The Y is offering $10 enrollment with no dues until August if you join by June 30th. So you and a friend can sweat, stretch, strengthen, and yes, you can save together too. Join now at ymcanorth.org. The temperature on the Celsius yes, centigrade, centigrade. Yes. 24 degrees centigrade or Celsius. <laughs> I don't think they mean the same thing, do they? I, I think, think they does. Do. I looked it up. And here's the weird thing. You Mr. Celsius, yeah. when he first invented this scale, he thought that... Because you know in Celsius, 100 is boiling and zero is freezing. Which I really like that. Feels right. Yeah, that makes sense. He had the idea that 100 should be freezing and zero should be boiling. And I got to say... Come on, Celsius, that's stupid. Wow, that is dumb. Wonder why they started calling it centigrade if it was based on the guy's last name. There's a whole... They had a conference in 1948, and I don't really want to get into it that much. Deep dive. What are we, the Colleen and Bradley show? (laughs) Right? Where are you going, Comic-Con? No, I got tickets to Tempcon. Anders Celsius (laughs) um, uh, died in 1744. He was the guy. R.I.P. Anders. Yeah, go ahead. Why don't you guys talk about more interesting I don't know. I'm having a lot of temperature ideas in my head now, too, (laughs) about TempCon. Are you going to the Fahrenheit breakout room or the Celsius? (laughs) It's funny. Something about us. I bet they have those, you know, chasing tornadoes and things. Mercury. All right, I'm going to go. Come on now, let's talk some money. Money. Oh, good. Let's talk about money. Money Monday. There are more things in the world to buy. It's Donna and Steve. Than most people have money for. So, money Monday. Choices have to be made. But mostly it's exclusively. All right, real quick, before you get into the money, Daniel and Becca from Canada said, hey guys, Daniel is driving. We're on our way to the beach for the day. Humble brag. Celsius and centigrade are the same thing. The only time when Fahrenheit and Celsius meet is at one minus 140. Things that make you go, hmm. Well, that's interesting. So if it's minus 140, you could say that if you were a centigrade or a Fahrenheit user. But I don't think you'd be talking much if it was minus 140. You'd be dead. Wouldn't you? I think so. (laughs) Yeah, what's the coldest someone can survive in? I don't know. Celsius. Temperature. Centigrade. Money. (laughs) Centigrade. Fahrenheit. What's up with that? Somebody's name? 
Oh, good question. I don't know. I don't know, guys. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, darn it. I mean, it's just, I feel like it always happens. I feel like you're starting to sabotage my Money Mondays by removing very important links that I have put in. I don't think I did. I, in oh, fact, I'm I went. I'm sure I did it. I think I went looking for links. Yeah. It was, it's all about this uh, Shonda Rhimes deal. Rocco, you mentioned it last week during a dirt alert that Shonda Rhimes has this big new deal with Netflix. And if you feel like, wait a minute, didn't she have a big deal before? She did. Indeed, she did. Uh, I believe it was a $100 million deal. It was her first that sounds one. sounds right. Ranged anywhere. I think it could have gone as high as $150 million, the original one. Uh, but this new deal Damn. is supposed to be even bigger than that. And it's it's just crazy. I, I can't understand what they do when they get money like this one. So uh, remember, Ryan Murphy had that deal, which was what was it north of three hundred million dollars, which is just insane. Um, the new deal that Netflix has with Shonda Rhimes is going to encompass things like feature films, virtual reality content, gaming, in addition to oh. the series that she's already got going. On Netflix, and she gets to sunset her things in their proper time on ABC because she has things like Grey's Anatomy. She didn't have to leave that, so she can move that. Well, I don't know if she could move it. I'm sure it'll land there in syndication. I think Grey's is already on um, Netflix, but she can just keep doing these new seasons of Grey's Anatomy on ABC, and is getting paid from Netflix. Damn, I mean, she it's just it's just. Really, really good. I believe what I read, and now I'm reading this old article. I'm so sorry about this, but I, that it was going to be in the neighborhood of some $300 million, possibly, when you sort of tie everything all up together. There's merchandising that can happen as well. I just think these deals, I want you to really try to get there. Imagine you had a deal, a, a meeting today with, I don't want to use any names. So let's say Jan Bleeman. Okay. Our <laughs> Hypothetical big boss, Jan Bleeman. Okay. And Jan Bleeman says, Donna, we love you. We want we want to do some more things with you. We want to try some podcasting. We want to do some more video stuff with you. Everybody loves you. We love you. We really want to lock you up. We're going to give you this piece of paper. We'd love to keep it for the next five years. And uh, we're going to do this as a deal for $250 million. Mm. My question is this. Shonda Rhimes is a person. Ryan Murphy is a person. What do they do... When they walk away with a deal that big to continue doing the thing that they love, does she go home and scream? Does like, she call somebody and say, oh my gosh. Does she say, wow, this is great. I'm rich. I'm rich. I'm rich. Or, oh crap, I've got a lot of work to do. Well, remember Dave Chappelle signed that huge deal and then freaked out. The yes. $50 million deal, I think it was, with Comedy yeah. Central. Like to do one more season. And then he left. He's like, oh my God. And he had a breakdown and went to Africa. And Something happened, though, Rocco, yes. in that case. Something happened very specifically. Okay. That triggered him where he went, I don't want to do this anymore. Like something, a joke that was not meant to be a joke landed with somebody who either laughed at the wrong time okay. and he realized that what he was doing was not landing the way he wanted it to. I only that know this sense, yeah. because okay. I saw um, the David Letterman interview show um, 
my next guest okay. needs no introduction. Sense, yeah. It was he wouldn't be super specific, but I'll tell you, he's a really cool dude. Oh, for sure. Just like a really interesting, very self-aware. Yeah, Steve, I, th- I know you're not like a huge fan of his comedy, but I really think you'd enjoy an interview with him. You think so? Mm-hmm. I truly do. I, yeah, it would go all sorts of places, I bet. And he'd be smoking the whole time. <laughs> he would be, he and he wouldn't care. care. He's like, I'm, I'm smoking. It's going to happen it's, if you uh, want me on your show. It's Monday, Monday. It feels like, if it's okay with you, Donna, I would like to do a segment within the segment, and there's only one segment that could come within a Money Monday segment, which means it's time for non-fungible token news. Is oh. that thing fungible? No, it's not fungible. It looks so fungible to me. No, it's not. Second thought, maybe it's fungible. Let's ask Don and Steve. Time to talk non-fungible tokens with NFT experts Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. The units of data. They make the cookies chatter, that's him. My friend, I'll tell you, women and men, it's those non fungible. Runs with lunchables. Tokens NFT. <laughs> Space Jam, a new legacy. The new movie starring LeBron James and Bugs Bunny uh, has some news regarding non fungible tokens. According to Warner Brothers, they will be tossing out 91,000 non fungible tokens featuring characters, including LeBron James. They will all be up. For grabs. This has been non fungible token news. There you be. The news <laughs> on NFTs. They're so non fungible. My John's non fungible. Now you know the deal on NFTs. Side note. Yeah. P.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mary sent us Mary? an email <laughs> and said that she didn't want us to miss an opportunity to talk about it because CBS Sunday Morning did a whole segment about them this weekend. NFTs? Mm-hmm. Nice. And she still has a near zero understanding of what exactly an NFT is, but I mostly blame that on Rocco's non-fungible yeah. token news intro piece running through my head the whole time I was <laughs> no. watching it. And did you Thank see you, that Mary. our Canadian friend called back and said, no, it's not negative it's, 140, it's, it's negative 40, 40 yeah. which we we can handle here in Minnesota. Yeah, oh, what? Yeah, yeah. That's like 40 below? Come on. Well, remember, 13th. The, uh, <laughs> the wind chill, they, they adjusted it. So a, a 20 below today would have been closer to 35 or 40 below back in the day. So if your parents are saying, oh, it's much colder when we were kids, it probably wasn't. They oh. changed the scale with wind chill. Oh. oh. So it used to be more over-exaggerated. Mm. Now it is less gerated. <laughs> Which is not a word. Uh, would you like to get paid? To go to the bathroom. To go right number now? two. Right oh. <laughs> <laughs> now? How much you got? I can squeeze up now. Uh, <laughs> all right. This is really interesting. Uh, there is something called the B-Vi toilet. B-E-E-V-I. The B-Vi toilet. And there's an engineering professor in South Korea who came up with this. It basically collects everybody's waste and then turns it into methane and manure. Then the methane powers things in the college building, and the manure is used in a nearby garden. Manure. Right? Mm -hmm. Hey, pull up mature and see if they say mature or mature. Okay. Because I bet you they'll say mature and manure. Mature. That's Google. Mature. Mature. Manure. Let's see. Here's the British. Mature manure. Mature. That's the British. Mature. 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 There's a Every, button I can click here where it goes slower. 
Mature. Yeah, I like that. That's talking down to people. It's the mansplain button. I like it. Uh, so get this. Each time that a student uses the BVI toilet that this engineering professor created, they get paid in a digital currency that the professor created called Gugul, G-G-O-O-L, Gugul. And it means honey in Korean. Then they can use that honey to buy stuff on campus like coffee and snacks. And he says the point is to show how valuable our waste can be if we just think outside of the box. Not the Kohler Guard box. <laughs> I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. <laughs> Just the mental box. Isn't that something? Uh, yeah. Cool. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so just so I understand this, are they're using that as fertilizer too mm-hmm. and so i i don't want to say anything gross because it's lunchtime yeah. but that is then used to grow food that yes is used in a nearby garden and then some of the methane the gas properties that they could extract from the matter is used to power things in the building okay that part's cool uh huh. The other part, I think manure is a big part of fertilizer, though. Aren't we growing a lot of, uh, like, you know, when the farmers Corn down and, the street, yeah. yeah, you can tell when they fertilized. And then what do you yeah, get? Yeah, sometimes Somehow, sweet corn comes out of that. Have you guys heard of malorganite? <laughs> Stop making stuff up, it's Bronco. Like, um, it's fertilizer that you can use, but it's basically from the Milwaukee sewage system. <laughs> I, I, here's my whole theory on this. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't ask. Don't tell. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. Oh, man. Well, thanks for that, Steve. Malorganite. Yeah, Ooh. check it out. Well, I use it on my lawn. It's a slow-release nitrogen fertilizer. Oh, yeah. Nitrogen yeah, sure good is. for the coloration of your grass, too. What was the name of that guy last week who had the the fun name that we were oh, talking about? Oh, it was oh. a lady named something Funk. No. Her name was... Remember? No, it was like Larry McGiggle or something like that. Just Malorganite really reminded me of it. We don't have time to discuss. We got to go. When we come back, uh, oh, there's a cute couple alert from Donna. If you haven't heard the news already, we'll tell you about the two big comedians whose offspring are together and who knows, could go on to create the greatest comedian of our future time together. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Woo! Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, along Hi, everybody. with DJ Rock Lobster. <laughs> Nobody gets away without a nickname. Oh, man. That's great. You gotta do it, great. Okay, so this is really cute. The kids of Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence are in love. How about that? Hey, so it's Eddie Murphy's son. He's 32 years old, I think. And Martin Lawrence's daughter, who is 26, 25. Super cute. That's cool. Eddie, uh, Eric Murphy wrote, head over heels in love with you. Oh, so they're Instagram official. So sweet. 
Just, I mean, do you think Martin and Eddie, I don't know, like, do you think this is great? Are they loving it? I bet they are. Yeah. Haven't they worked together before, Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence? Didn't they do a film <sighs> together? I don't know if they have or not. Why did I think I mean, they, they are for obviously two powerhouses. I remember there was a video of Will Smith and Martin Lawrence on the set, I think, of Bad Boys. And then they went up oh. and saw Eddie Murphy, who was uh, maybe working on Coming to America, and they were all on the same back lot. That's the only time I... Are uh-huh. you seeing something? I'm seeing something. What are you saying? What are you seeing? Say it. 1992's Boomerang, which is a very funny movie, by the way. Yes! They've been close pals for a long time. Well, now we know. I just wonder... I don't know. Do you want... Do you want your friend, his son, to be dating your daughter? It's complicated, you know, because... It's gonna make get-togethers awkward when things don't work out between those crazy kids. Yeah, that's the only thing. Yeah, right. But no risk, no reward. You just keep coming back to no risk and no reward. You're right about that. Thanks, Steve. That's all I have. Oh no, that's it. Yep. Oh my gosh. Hey, the 2021 Twin Cities Pride Festival is taking place. Do you know the date, Donna? Uh, yes, it's August the... July 17th and 18th in Loring Park. Oh, I was thinking of Cat Video Festival. Uh, featuring local uh, BIPOC and LGBTQ plus vendors, food, a beer garden, and music stages. Twin Cities Pride Festival is free for all to attend. You can find more info at tcpride.org. Morg. Morg. What was the thing you said, <laughs> Rocco? What's the Milwaukee fertilizer? Melorganite. <laughs> that is fake. That's that is not true. Man. No, mal- no it's like the jackalope. You know, yeah. he's trying to pull one over on us. The Melorganite. Melorganite. Yeah, check it out. We use it on our lawn. You know, it's. You How's know, your lawn looking? I feel pretty good. <laughs> feel pretty good. You know, it's got Milwaukee sewage in it, so it's not <laughs> similar to an Ontario dump. Ew. Milwaukee sewage. <laughs> Ew. Donna, how come you haven't asked me any follow-up questions about the trees? I do have people who have reached out on social asking about them. Yeah, somebody just sent an email. Oh, what did they say? Uh, They need to get rid of an ash tree and want to know which tree you said grew 23 inches. Oh, a 32 inches. Oh, 32. This Friday will be the two-month mark since I planted these trees. And I'm telling you, Donna, in two months, I will have an Austri willow, a hybrid willow, that will have grown three feet in two months. What kind of willow? Austri willow. Okay. I like those corkscrew ones. Those are good. Okay. I don't really care for the fact that you just used my name in the middle of a, of a, of a sentence after we've been talking for a while. Well, that is a pet peeve of mine. I, have a, I, know, I, I know a guy who in the middle of a conversation, like, hey, let's go out and have coffee. Okay, great. We're having coffee. And then you're talking about something. He's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, Steve, it's interesting that you say that. And I don't like people saying my name if we have eye contact. Because I feel like you're going to try to sell me something. That's it feels funny. like Dale Carnegie, How to Win Friends and Influence People. I read the book. I know the tactic. Yeah, Donna, that's interesting. It just it, it, We say it on the air, but if we were at lunch, yeah, I don't know. You know, I guess maybe it, it feels better if it's someone you know well. Then there are almost no rules anymore. You know when it feels weird? Huh. Is when your spouse says your name. Instead of going, hey, babe. 
Hey, babe. Uh, what'd you do with that? But when they call you like, hey, Donna, I'll be like, yeah. Yeah, Ew. that's kind of weird. Right? Yeah. Like, if your wife called you Rocco, wouldn't you be like, yeah. what's I your wife's trouble? name? Meg. Wouldn't you be like, yes, Meg? I know. <laughs> It is true, because I hardly ever call her by her real name. And then when you yeah. do, I mean, when you talk about her, you use her name. But yes. when you talk directly to her, it's weird. Now, I don't know if I'm jiving with that as much, although we don't call each other our given name. Well, no, actually, she does. She calls me Steven. Never, ever, ever does she call me Steve. Never. Hmm. And all of her friends who meet me through her call me Steven. Because hmm. she only they only ever hear me referenced as Steven. Mm-hmm. So she would never say, truly, I don't know if she has ever said Steve. Weird. Never. And I never call her Lauren. It's always Lou. Her uh-huh. name is Lauren, but I always call her Lou. And I would never be like, Lauren, ever. <laughs> do that today. No, and don't. Re- no, do it and record it. <laughs> See how she reacts. But don't be so obvious. I know you. You'll Self-mode. be like... Hey, Lauren. What's up, guys? Welcome back to my channel. <laughs> yeah, just try to do it on the down low. Like, it's tough for me to do things on the down low. Lauren? You know, just shout out to her from the toilet. She is a big thing, too, about people. <laughs> <laughs> Can you give me a roll of toilet paper? She's a big thing about people calling her, pronouncing it Lauren. We've talked about this, right? Instead of Lauren. I don't hear the difference. I know. You... You don't hear the difference, to be fair, in a lot of things, though. Okay, that's... Like orange, Florida. I said it normal. I went to the... Dear Florida. (laughs) How does she say it? She says, Lauren. Lauren. L-A-U, Lauren. 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 Instead of L-O-R-E-N, Lauren. 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 So how did she say it? She says Lauren. Lauren. Like it's an O. No, 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 no. No, she does not say the O. She does not say Lauren. She says Lauren. Like Lauren. It's so close, but it's too, it's. Just telling you, every time we meet people, it's always, they go through, oh, it's Lauren? Well, yeah, yeah, it's Lauren. Not Lauren? Lauren. So just say Lauren. Like there's no you. Yes. Lauren. Like, like. uh, Lauren. Oh, I was going to say like Maury Povich. Like Bert Lahr from The Wizard of Oz? Like Ralph Lauren. Lauren. Not not Ralph Lauren. But it is I'll Ralph Lauren. I've heard both ways, yeah. Yeah, he goes We'll get Lauren. Ralph on the phone. What's he have to say about it? Oh, please, he's <laughs> fighting the boy. Ralph battle. He's like, it's Ralph. <laughs> get it right. Can you imagine that, so too? Annoying. That baby announcement? <laughs> We're so pleased to welcome to the world this sweet little bundle, Ralph. I gotta go. No, Donna, I'm oh. go. I need you to ride me somewhere. No, no, you don't. Like a piggyback, piggyback. ride. Yeah, oh, down okay. to my all office. right, that I could do. All right, fine. Uh, Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. I think. I don't know. It's vacation time, so maybe one, not the other. Okay, we're complicated. I, okay. I mean, Colleen and Bradley are coming up next on are my they? talk. No, okay. I don't know. <laughs> all right, we'll see you uh, New Twin Cities live tonight, three o'clock. All right, knock it off. I'm just.